TikTok. Derek Miley. Cause sexuality is tough. And okay, sexist isn't good enough. No. Sex Talk with Derek Miley. Hey, folks. Welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. I brought to you someone who I, um, is this a terrible, yeah, it's a terrible way to put it. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Casually stalking on Instagram. I have brought you the pleasure, positive sex and relationship coach, Celine Manning. Celine, thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm I'm okay with stalkers. That's fine. Just as long as it's in a good way, you know, as long (laughs) right. (laughs) But yes, I'm so glad to be here. I'm really blessed to just be in this space with you because I've listened to some of your podcasts and honestly, I just learned so much. So I hope that you, you viewer on whatever, I hope that you're going to learn because this is going to be juicy. We're going to dive deep today, y'all. We're going to get into it. We're talking a lot about enthusiasm in bed, and we're also going to be talking about preparing for sex. So I think we should out the gate and bust some myths, right? Like I think when a lot of humans in the world talk about or think about what does it mean to be enthusiastic in bed, there kind of is an image, maybe if they've seen it in porn or, or what have you. So what do you think are some of the myths maybe that people believe about having to be enthusiastic in bed. Right. Okay. So off the bat, <laughs> enthusiasm does not mean the loud moans and the, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't mean <laughs> all of that. It really just means that you are present and you are expressing through your body through your body language and verbal. If you, if you feel comfortable, you're expressing that in a way where that person feels like, y'all are in, like really encompassed in the moment. So you want me, I want you, and I am expressing that through my body. Ooh, I just love that. But like super basic definition for people. We are just laying it out. This is all being present in bed with your body and or voice, depending on how, your comfortability. Beautiful, beautifully put. Yes, um, that's really, that's all it takes. A lot of people when they do have sex with their partner, they're they're going through so much anxiety. They fear that they're going to be rejected. They're going through all of this. As they're laying down, receiving or giving or whatever, they're thinking about all of this and that is dampering their sexual expression. So it's causing them to be mute. It's causing them to not move, be very stiff in their body, which is why I always say, before you have sex, try to loosen up. Try to loosen up, do a little dance, do a little yoga, reconnect because you don't want to get in the bed and be stiff because of anxiety or stiff because you don't even know what's going to happen next. No, be flowy within your body. And that's what I always tell people too. if you have to practice whatever you want to say verbally during sex for the first time, when you start to like um, speak dirty and do the whole dirty talk, you have to know what you're going to say. Just imagine going into it and not knowing what you're going to say. You're going to have to do the the silly part. I'm using my quotations here. Silly, because you're going to have to look in the mirror and you have to say, okay, I like when this person touches me this way. So I want to tell him that, or I want to tell her that. And I need to figure out how I can express that. So is that going to be verbally, or is that going to be through your body language? Because if it's not with none of them, you're not really enthusiastic, and the person is getting mixed signals. Yeah, and I, I would imagine, well... And not imagine. 
I know then how many of my clients, my friends, myself, like when you are not telling your partner in some way explicitly what you want. And then explicit can be with your body, like taking a hand, putting it where you would like it, or with words. And that can be done in a sexy way too. I think that the the idea around preparation and practicing what you would like to say or how you would like to deliver that message is absolutely imperative. I, I think that's a wonderful point. It is. But people, they, they look at that and they're like, oh, I got to prep. No, I got the skills. I don't need to do all that. Y'all, you need to go on on Celine's IG just so you can see Celine's facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like skills and all of that. Like, yeah, you probably have a few skills, but in being enthusiastic is a is, is a skill. You have to. Yes, it's something that you have to learn when it comes to you know anything sexual. We were not. We everyone knows that. Well, I don't know if everyone knows, but we were not taught how to fuck. No, we were not taught how to fuck. <laughs> we weren't taught how to fuck. We watched porn. We 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 listened to our friends, and and we started to, and then we had our first situation, whether it was whatever you whatever you consider your first sexual relationship or whatever. Then you had that. So all of that context mixed in. And then we have culture. Let's not forget, culture has a big part in how we view sex. Some cultures don't like oral sex. Some cultures, you can't show public affection. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, if you can't show a public affection outside of your the bedroom, it's probably going to be a little difficult transitioning. So all of this context is just blended into... Mm -hmm. Sex. The, the, and, and the mess that often happens for so many people out here who are trying to engage in some sort of sexual activity with maybe even themselves or maybe a partner and getting, I think that anxiety you just, you just nailed. It's something that I work with my clients a lot. It's this, this fundamental fear of rejection. That's usually the bottom basement reason. And, but it comes from like various places. It may not even come from that current partner or like a recent previous partner. Sometimes it comes from family interactions because no one wanted to talk about sex. And I think that goes right into that cultural piece that you're talking about because our families, uh, the people who raised us, our caregivers are tiny cultures within themselves. Yeah. Has a lot to do with it. Just rejection. Listen, when it when it just comes to our body, our bodies and our mind reacts very similar to similar stimuli. Mm -hmm. So if you were rejected in whatever your situation is within your family or friends or relationship, if you were rejected, what whatever you felt is going to come out in some way. Mm -hmm. In some way, in some way. And you're not going to know. That's that part about humans that we can't, as much as we try to figure out where is this stemming from? Why am I randomly depressed? Listen, you can try to track back and figure it out, but you won't be able to make a story because that's that part of that spirituality that you just can't know. You, you, that's not, you don't have that control to know that, but you have the control to fig figure out little parts of it and then fix those little parts. And then starts, things starts to connect like a little web, right? So it's, it's just so much. It's just so much. <laughs> One of my favorite ways to think about it is like, 
our humanness is like a bowl full of jello. If you touch one side, the other side is going to wiggle. <laughs> it's going to happen. And that's, that's what you're describing, right? Like something, something happens to us. Our brain is an association machine. That's what it does best. And that's what it's the quickest at. So like being able to understand that how you're responding right now to whatever sexual stimuli there is, that more than likely, that's probably from something from the past. So as far as like, how do people, so we got practice, right? Like we have practice. That's something that they need to do as far as voicing their enthusiasm or like body language. What are some other ways that they could be starting down the path to enthusiasm? Okay. And I'm going to get to that question, which you may have to remind me of again, but I wanted to be clear when, when, when we do say practice, that's not something that you, you have to keep continuously do. It's not something in, it's not, you can stop practicing once you start realizing that I'm able to be more expressive during sex. Cause I tried it once. Mm. It, only, it only takes that one time, that one time you, you was on that bicycle and you pressed and that thing kept flowing. You knew how to get back on there. Yeah, you fell a few times, but you know, you know the momentum. So I just want to be clear about that. I think that's a good point for people to understand. You don't have to do this like like sit ups or push ups. It's it's much more like no, you you practice a few times and then it becomes a lot easier once you attempt this with uh, with yourself or another person. Right, right. And as far as like being enthusiastic um, during sex, okay, really majorly, you have to actually it has to be genuine. Mm. Okay. So it has to be genuine. So you can't lay down with the partner and express that enthusiasm if it's not true. So a lot of people, they, they feel sex differently. Some people may feel it more on a physical level. So they love to actually feel good. Like they want to feel that whatever feeling that is. Some people, they're, mo they're more emotionally attached to sex. They want to feel loved and cuddled and, and like a, a just, just, you know, just that, 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 that warm hug you want when you're feeling sad. Some people want that. And then, you know, some people want to feel powerful and dominant. So you have to figure out your lane in your sexuality. What makes you feel the most you? Mm. Feel whole. What makes you feel like you, you're not even thinking about anything. So you have to figure that out and you, you have to try it out when you, when you um, get in the bed, if you realize that, okay, I have to really relax and I can't say anything for the first 10 minutes because it distracts me. Okay. That means you want to tap more into your body and tap more into your pleasure so that you can feel all of that. That's okay. Mm. Tell your partner that acknowledge your partner. Well, not acknowledge. Um, <laughs> Tell your partner that's what you need in the first 10 minutes. Because sometimes when people are mute and they're not expressing verbally what they like, the partner may be like, what is going on? My last partner used to tell me like, oh, shoot, like, hey, I got it going on. I'm doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you come in, you, you're, you're silent. <laughs> yes. And it's like, no, I'm not silent because I'm not feeling it. I'm silent because I'm trying to connect. And I'm trying to feel everything that you want me to feel. So it just it just goes straight down to what is your what's your sexual what's your sexual language? What's your I know they have that like your sex language. What's your sex language? So yeah, mm -hmm. I love the idea of like 
even finding your own lane in your own sexuality. I think that that that's such a, a powerful image that you're bringing to the forefront. That what is it for you, and then expressing it that it does not have to look like other partners you've had. It doesn't have to look like what you've seen or heard in pornography. Like it, that it doesn't have to. And and we're we're not a porn negative uh, show around here. It's just that I, a lot of times because that's where so many people's education came from, that it is hard to kind of step outside of those images and go, oh, okay, what's me? What's yeah. my body? What yeah. do I need? Yes, 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 yes. hundred percent. It could even go down to positions. Some people really don't like doggy style. I am not one of those people. But I know people who don't like it. And it's just like, dang, how? And then they start to explain. It feels like too much pressure. It feels like it's hitting an area that just don't like it. But porn, everyone is, oh, yeah, get in the doggy style. Let's get it. Ooh, mm -hmm. ah. You know, coming <laughs> into that position, like that's the only position on earth, right? And then that person who, well, those group of people in the world that don't like doggy style are now disconnected right? They're now disconnected from the porn. And it's just like, oh, but now they feel like they have to do it. They have to do doggy style. They have mm -hmm. to do No, if that's because, and the thing is, you know, but I know you're, when you're with someone, they want, they probably want to do doggy style. You don't want to do doggy style. And that's where the disconnect come in. But it's just like, I wish people viewed sex as a connection, a true connection. And that connection is what you like, and what I like, and we come together and we figure it out. Yes. Okay, you don't like doggy style. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna lay you down and just you know, you know the position where you lay down and they just like on you, like oh yes, you know, from, like from the rear, your knees aren't up, but you're kind of laying down flat yeah. on your belly, mm -hmm. flat on your belly, and they're just pounding or whatever the case is, or you know, this this can go for anybody, um, any identities or anything like that. But um, yeah. Maybe that's the position that needs to be the, the, the normal for you guys as far as what is going to please y'all. Mm -hmm. So just changing the narrative. Stop looking at sex as, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Make it how it's supposed to be for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Period. Yes. <laughs> for you. For your you. body. <laughs> yes. What about you? Like, what is, like, how is your, like, sexual life when it comes to, like, being enthusiastic? Like, how does that look for you? Let's see here. This is year number 12. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been married 12 years. Oh, I thought, I thought you were year number 12 with no sexual. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very sad. I would be very sad myself. Some people like their lives that way. For me, I would be a very sad panda. So I've been married for 12 years and there have been times, especially early in our marriage, we had to learn how to create a language together that then, because we both came from families that didn't talk about sex in a sex positive way. So we had to learn a language to, together to be able to identify our sex as a team sport. Yeah. So for us, like it, it, there were, there was definitely trial and error. There was definitely like times when we tried certain positions where it was just like, oh no, this is not, this is not working. And then how it changed, how our bodies have changed as we've gotten older. Oh, that's, that's something else to keep in mind when you're out there, listeners, is that your bodies are going to change. I've had, I've had a baby. 
And <laughs> my body is different than it was before the, that baby right, right. who's now seven. But, <laughs> but still like that difference is something to, to have in your mind that our bodies change, our likes change. And, and it's okay to, to be exploring that. And I, I think that I, I'm glad you asked that question because I think it's, it brings up that idea that it's not going to be static and it's okay to, to explore more than what you've seen on TV or what you've experienced with other partners in your life. A hundred percent, a hundred percent true. I even like the fact that you were like, um, when you said team sport, it kind of just brought in my mind, like, whoa. Like you, if you treat sex like a sport, right. But treat sex like your own sport. Like you are your own sport. You can, your sport does not contain a winner. It does not contain a loser. You know, the sport is pleasure, happiness, experience, connection. That's that's the fundamentals of your sport. Whatever your sex sport is guys. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Sport with your partner, and I and I was saying this on my live um yesterday. You have to create your own lane. You have to create your own lane because what we see is with porn or and just where we got our first understanding of sex. That is someone else's understanding. That's right. Not ours. That's right. Not absolutely. 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 <laughs> so I do want to talk about this in the in the frame of what's happening in the world today as far as COVID, right? Like I so many of my clients are talking about how exhausted they are. And so many of my folks are talking about like <laughs> like I don't have any desire, Erica. I am out of gas. By three o'clock in the afternoon, I want to stare into space and do nothing else. And that's fair, right? Like <laughs> Me before COVID, I just (laughs) okay, yeah, but no, I I totally could understand how that is a that's a thing. I could get that. What are what what are they saying? (laughs) So so how do we help them prepare? I think that's a really good question. Like, how do we help people prepare for sex that aren't that isn't really super mentally taxing? So getting ready, getting in the mood to bring that enthusiasm. How can folks really do that with maybe a little less gas in their tank than they used to have? Got you. I really think it's your intentions throughout the day. And And what I mean by that is we are sensual beings. Sensual meaning we see, we smell, we, you know, we hear, we taste. All of that, all of that's connected to our senses. And when you get feelings of burnout and all that, you know, all of those high anxiety emotions and all of that, everything is really shut down. Everything is is shut down. So you have to go throughout your day intentionally. So if you're showering, make that a a sensual practice. So don't just shower just to cleanse your body. Shower to, to replenish your body, to get back in tune with your genitals, start touching that area, you know, like start exploring. And, and that's, very undemanding. You're you're washing your 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 shoulder, caress it. Your boobs or your chest, really caress it because every part of our body is for a reason. It's it, it helps us in a way. So it's just like you have to really be in tune with it, appreciate you. When you when you do that random times throughout your day, you start to feel just connected with the world and how in the space you take up in there. 
Like you start to really just walk around with the world with that, like that aura, like, okay, I love my body, you know, but I hate when people be like, oh, um, I feel hippie. Well, you're going to have to feel hippie today because, <laughs> because that, I mean, the stereotype really is like, they're like flowy and like nonchalant. I mean, that is a, that is a part that I want. I want that part of hippiness or whatever. Mm-hmm. People say. I mm-hmm. want to carry that throughout my day so that I have energy for sex. Yes. That's what, that's what it is. You need, when you go throughout your day, you want to feel calm. You don't want to feel like, ah, you know, you don't want to feel like, oh God, I have this, 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 that. No, you need to, when you, when you take your shower or when you start your day, start your day with the intentions of being connected to yourself, your environment and, and look in the mirror and view yourself as sexy. You have to get into it. You must, you must. Yes, that that context of starting from the beginning of the day, reserving your gas, mm-hmm. and connecting with your body from early, early in the day early. with <laughs> with the intention to reserve that gas for later. Yeah, yes. I think I think that is a wonderful suggestion. Listen, if y'all don't believe me. Go ahead and um try it out, right? But try it out in the opposite way. Call somebody who annoys you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> because I know there's some people that are like, oh God, no, I'm not meditating. Like, girl, heck no, we're not doing that. Like, that ain't that ain't for me. All right. Call do the opposite of what meditating is, which is getting stressed over everything and do call somebody that that you know is just gonna make you upset and see how your day is. See that energy that you bring on within your life, within your work, how you're treating people. All of call that. the call the cable company. Call the cable company, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then try to start your day well. And then try to start your day well. Okay. Call that call that cousin that's just overly talkative, and you can't get them <laughs> off the phone. And you're just like, hey, I'm not even sure if this is a good conversation anymore because I just don't know. you know, call that person and see how you act during the day. And then the next day, I want you to do what I'm telling you to do, connect with your body and see how you act throughout the day, being intentional with every move that you are making, being intentional, how you feel and how you present yourself. Try it out. Try it out, listeners. I'm, I'm serious. Homework. Homework from Celine oh right now. And then tell us how it goes. Heck yeah. Tell us how different or not it is. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be different. We know it. <laughs> we know. We know it will be different. So you are just an absolute joy. And y'all, you have to get on Insta and follow Celine. Aww. How do people find you in the world? Okay. So you guys can find me in the world. Instagram. Sex with baddies. That is my sex positive page, body positive page, pleasure positive, all of that. I talk mm-hmm. about damn near anything and I do whatever I want. Do so it. if you want to, you know, be a part of a community that's based on, on be- being yourself, <laughs> being authentic, um, mm-hmm. expressing that genuinely, please come on over. I also have a YouTube channel, which is Celine Love 247. I talk about everything that I'm talking about now. And it's just, that's just a whole other community. So if you want to just come with me over there, that's fine. I also have a branding consulting business. So if you want to build your social media presence and just the presence that you want to exude in the world, just that confidence, that aura, I do, I want to, I want to, I want to do classes on that. I want to, I want to start teaching you all that. I'm very new to the sex world. I would say I'm like a year in. Officially. Love it. That's why we're bringing you along. Cause I just love what you're putting in the world. Love it. 
You can call me a baby. That's okay. But I could guarantee you guys my whole life, I've been speaking the truth. I've been being myself and I've been trying to find my way throughout this world. And if you need help doing any or feeling, feeling that sense of comfort with being the person that you truly are, but you can't, you just can't tap into it. Hit me up. I'll, I'm going to get it out of you. All right. So that's how you can find me. And that is Celine Images. C-E-L-I-N-E-I-M-A-G-E-S. I'm sure that's going to be somewhere where you guys will have to figure out how to spell it. But that's it, guys. This is so fun. <laughs> you are a damn rock star, Celine. I'm just such a fan already. Y'all, first podcast, I claim Celine's podcast debut. I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. I'm so I'm so I'm so hyped that you are out here in the world and I cannot wait to see what you're going to do. Folks, thank you for listening to the episode. You can find Celine's all of the things in the show notes. Everything will be there for you to easily find. And we hope you have a good week and we will all see you next time. And you know what? Shout out to your to your podcast voice. It is amazing. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. It helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media, and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, the Gram, and Twitter. See y'all next time.